Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Looking at the markets here on Your Money with me, Michelle Martin. Good morning, everybody. Asia-Pacific markets are in the green after U.S. stocks at all-time highs. We're seeing Asian markets rise as well. Joining me now as we break down all the market action. Good morning, Ryan Huang. Good morning, Michelle. How was your weekend? Oh, my gosh. I think I'm coming down with something, Ryan. What's going on? Stay far away. You've been partying too hard. No, I know. I had a great lunch with a dear friend. And at the end of the lunch, told me she was spending a lot of time with someone who had COVID. Okay, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I heard you are living up with folks from Bling Empire as well. Oh, yes. So how dear was Kevin. rubbing shoulders with oh, Kevin? Kevin Creeder. I feel richer already. <laughs> you know, he went from $26,000 in debt to six figures. Yeah, so yeah. lots of lessons to take away. So if you want to catch on it, I'm sure you can, well, tune into your audio podcast. And what are the lessons you actually took away from him? Well, number one, uh, you look at maybe everybody thinks Bling Empire was what has contributed to him making a lot of money in life. And he didn't really do that. He didn't really parlay that fame into a lot of modeling gigs because that's where he came from because he was in this weird in-between. Nobody really saw him as a celebrity yet, you know, but they weren't willing to pay him what he thought he was worth. So anyway, um, he started to look at Gig Empire as a side hustle and a stepping stone to doing what he really wants, which is getting more Asians in leading roles. Mm, so perhaps we could see you on the big screen one day, Michelle. Will, will you be on as well, Ryan? If you go. <laughs> All right, Kevin. New challenge your way, okay? So he started a new um, sort of agency and he's raising funds in Asia to do that. So do contribute. And look that up. Kevin Krita, right here on Money FM 89.3. Let's take a look at markets now. US stocks rose to new heights on Friday after weeks of wavering, really bumping up against its previous peak. The benchmark S&P 500 index finally broke through. It rose 1.2% to close at 48.39, an all-time high. Tech stocks helped drive the market higher. So I thought we'd start the morning looking at the rally through the lens of three stocks one a household name at least for investors the other two stocks maybe not so well known they are meta supermicro and marvel let's begin with Facebook's parent company, Meta, Mark Zuckerberg's company, has been facing a sell-off of epic proportions. At one point, Meta shares lost more than three-fourths of their value. Imagine that. That feels like ancient history. If you bought Meta shares in October of 2022, you'd be looking at a gain of, hold on, let me look through my notebook, more than 300%. So what's driven Meta's turnaround? Yeah, turn it around indeed. And you have to go back to why it even dropped in the first place. So a lot of it was because of, I suppose, profit-taking to some extent, but also how they were betting big time on the Metaverse, which was pretty much why they changed their name to Meta. So that came with a lot of expenses. They had to invest a lot of capital outlays and investors did not like it too much because it meant a long-term play. They did not see any short-term payoffs. And the big question, of course, is when is that long-term play going to pay off? So that had a lot of question marks in the air. And like we've seen in the past year, the metaverse became the AI-verse. And that's what Meta decided to do, to pivot a bit to focus more on AI. And we've seen along the way some job losses as well, some restructuring going on. And now it's in a 
place where investors are liking it a bit more, where they think, hey, Meta is looking like it's going to capture the important revenue drivers for the future business landscape. And you've got more brokerages recommending it. You've got a better outlook from some of these brokerages as well. So they're re-embracing the stock and that comes with how the stock is looking more attractive. It's now trading at around 21 times forward earnings below its 10-year average. So that is, I suppose, attractive if you've been trying to get into Meta. And investors really bullish on AI's possibilities of growth given its positioning in the AI market. Not long ago, though, investors were seriously questioning Meta's business. Social media advertising was down. Investors in the so-called Metaverse poo-pooed it as, you know, just a fad that had already run its course. Um, and then, you know, we see records high, record highs on Friday so for the first time. For Meta, since 2021, investors have been applauding, A, the cost-cutting, as you mentioned, Zuckerberg's cost-cutting measures and the company's new renewed focus on artificial intelligence. Uh, it's buying up NVIDIA cards, apparently, to make that happen. What do you make of Meta's prospects going forward? It is looking promising. And if you also take a look at it from a different lens, all the FANG stocks, Meta is the only company with its founder still driving the company. It's still the CEO. The only founder and CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, is in charge of Meta. Not too long ago, we had Amazon, Jeff Bezos, but he's, of course, started to take a back seat. So it's important to have someone with skin in the game. And Mark Zuckerberg has about 13% ownership in Meta. So you can imagine he's got a lot riding on making sure Meta is going to be successful in the long term at least. So I would say it's quite promising that this is going to pay off. Interesting you mentioned leadership because Sheryl Sandberg is stepping down from the board in May this year. So, you know, there there is some shake-up there. Meta reporting fourth quarter earnings on February 1st, so we'll have an even better sense of the state of Facebook's business then. Our next company in focus is Supermicro. Now, this manufactures computers. Supermicro then sells them to companies which use them as servers for, you know, AI or websites, data storage. Supermicro share price surged nearly 36% on Friday, what was driving the enthusiasm there? Yeah, it doesn't seem like a surprise if you've been following the industry. It is really riding on a wave of all things data, AI, and everything that might need data centers, they make it for them. So all the hardware has been contributing to the sales. And we are looking at pretty good numbers. So revenue for the fiscal second quarter, which ended December 31st, is expected to come in between 3.6 and 3.65 billion, well above the prior guidance of 2.7 to 2.9 billion. So you are seeing, on average, more companies spending and spending more as well. So adjusted earnings will be better than expected as well. So a bit of an uplift for the numbers they are forecasting for the next quarter. Investors are expecting that companies at the heart of the AI boom will be able to generate big profits well into the future. One of the biggest beneficiaries of this belief is chipmaker NVIDIA. Its stock has risen more than 400% since the S&P 500 hit its low. And it is now one of a handful of companies with a market cap of more than 1 trillion US dollars. A top analyst at Citi has identified another chipmaker that he thinks could perform even better than NVIDIA going forward. Who is this? Yeah. Uh, so I suppose when NVIDIA's done so well, you might want to think, 
Is there someone else with better value out there that has been overlooked? And that's where you've got another name in the fall in the form of Marvel. So they are the so-called other name that's in the hat. And they are also in the space of riding the AI boom. So this is where Marvel sells compute, networking, storage, and custom semiconductor offerings. So pretty much what you need to be able to have a part in the AI space as a vendor at least. So this is where Marvel is starting to get more attention these days and this could be supportive of its share price. So what do you make of uh, Arif Malik's pick? Shares of Marvel have risen 80% over the past year. It's a great gain, but really nowhere in the same league as NVIDIA when we think 300%. Yeah, NVIDIA, he pointed out 300%. Mm-mm. Is there still, um, I guess, momentum at least how much more momentum at least uh, value-wise no you've got to start looking at the more um, other laggards in that sense when you have already some of the names run up so much will they continue with that same level of performance but it's so tough to call a market these days you've seen some of these stocks really go on a bit of a rally and then you wonder is it too late to jump on it and then the next year they go on another rally and we've seen the stock market we've seen it hit Record highs, for example, S&P 500 two years ago, and you wonder, is that it? Is it going to start to consolidate? And then on Friday, we saw it hit a new record high. So it's really tough to call markets these days. Mm -hmm. So I suppose it goes back to what Warren Buffett says. Mm. If you like the company, just invest in it long term. Don't try to time the market. That's Marvel Technology. We've been looking at current share price, $71.26 after hours, showing a gain of... 20.25 20.25 of a percent. Let's zoom out, take a look at broader markets now. What is on your radar for the week ahead? All right, lots to watch out for. And I'll start first with earnings. And of course, we've got 16% of the S&P 500 reporting earnings. Among them, what stands out for me is Tesla. Tesla, of course, for the EV space and maybe some dramatic comments from Elon Musk. Also, Netflix. They'll give a glimpse into how much people are starting to cut back on maybe watching, you know, doing other things and how much Netflix can continue to milk their ad-supported tier. And also in the mix, you've got Intel. They'll be reporting on Thursday. So some commentary on the chip space. We did see in recent times more encouraging commentary and outlook around the semiconductor chip space with people apparently going back to buying devices. So we'll see if that's also the trend for Intel. And then on the data front, or at least the events front, we've got Japan with the Bank of Japan meeting. No changes expected tomorrow, but it could be one to watch out for for signals down the road, whether we could see a hike in the coming quarters. And looking ahead to Thursday, ECB. Also pretty much the same, no changes expected for this meeting. Uh, Again, they are looking for a potential rate cut in June. Pretty much what we might be hearing from FMC at the end of the month as well, but the ECB a bit of a few steps behind the FMC in moving because their inflation situation is still a bit unresolved relative to the US. So these are some of the stuff we are tracking. It's a full week, Ryan. Full week. Let's look at corporate news now, up or down style. Let's look at Microsoft and what its email servers have been showing up. 
Alright, I've got my eye actually on ChatGPT. Okay. Um, they announced not too long ago that they baked ChatGPT into their Bing search engine. So it's been some time already, nearly a year, but it did not move the needle with increasing the market share of Bing. Mm-hmm. So still standing at 3.4% despite baking in ChatGPT into the search engine. So that's for me a down. Okay, I was looking at Russian hackers breaking into Microsoft's corporate email system. So these hackers access the accounts of some members of Microsoft's leadership team, as well as people working on cybersecurity and legal teams. Not only is that bad for corporate secrecy, it's also a pretty bad look for a company that sells cybersecurity devices. Definitely a down for Microsoft. Next, let's look at Amazon. All right, I've got my eye on a piece of news that is slightly brighter. Mm-hmm. And this is news of Amazon planning to invest to the tune of $15.5 billion in Japan to extend its cloud empire. So the region is demanding more compute power and they are starting to see more customers. So in the next five years, they will be constructing several data centers in the region to support the growing volume of work. Amazon going long on Japan, investing 15 billion US dollars to expand its cloud computing infrastructure there. It says it needs to invest to meet consumer demand, which is linked to demand for AI services. Definitely an up for Amazon. Let's look at Reliance Industries, India's most valuable company. Yeah, it's going to be a down for me. And this is the third quarter numbers revenue down because of lower prices for its refined products and also the shutdown of a few units as refinery. So all in revenue was down for its latest third quarter. Yeah, its earnings grew during the October to November quarter, but they have still come in below expectations. So a down for me as well for Reliance Industries. Reliance Industry shares are up 18% over the past three months. So we may see some profit taking given the company's latest numbers. Let's look at Grab. Yeah, Grab is going to be a down for me. And this as we see some brokerages in the form of DBS Group Research at least trimming their target price on Grab from $4.08 or rather $2.08 from $4.26. They still keep a buy recommendation but the outlook a bit more conservative where they believe that there's less upside for growth especially when you look at what they believe to be slower than expected recovery in tourism Mm -hmm. which drives a lot of the rides from the airport. So the mobility segment is going to go through a bumpy ride. Yeah, so to sum up, if you've just joined us, welcome. This is Market View. He's Ryan Huang. I'm Michelle Martin. We're looking at Grab. DBS Group Research has cut its target price for Grab by nearly 20 cents. However, the bank is still relatively bullish on Grab. Its new target price for Grab is $4.08 a share. That is nearly 35% over Grab's current share price. So I'd say it's still an up for Grab. Let's check in on local markets now. The Straits Times Index finished last week on a positive note, rising 0.4% to close at 31.51. Despite Friday's gains, the STI still lost ground last week, dropping one and a quarter percent. Only a handful of blue chip stocks finished in the green last week, led by Yang Zijiang Shipbuilding that gained 3%. On the other side of the table, we have Hong Kong Land and DFI Retail continuing their downward slide. Hong Kong land fell more than 6% last week. DFI retail closed down 3.7%.
Now, I don't know if it's because I just covered Singapore's first active ETF, which focuses on Japan, but I'm seeing Japan everywhere these days. And for our last word, we're going with Japan to the moon. Japan has landed a spacecraft on the moon over the weekend, and so in doing so has become only the fifth country to successfully make a landing on the lunar surface. Japan joins US, Russia, China, and India in this elite lunar club. The solar panel on Japan's lander, though, failed to generate power, so the spaceship's life on the moon could be short-lived. What do you make of Japan ending up on the moon? Well, one step closer to living in space, I suppose. So with all these advances, all these moon landings, we find out more about how we can perhaps explore space, what's available in terms of materials, resources, which will be important for doing things like creating fuel or anything you might need for living in space. So on that front, at least, you've got some progress, but of course, um, it did go through some hiccups, the solar panels at a wrong angle. So it's hoping that the sun or something will help it out by just realigning the um, solar direction for generating electricity for the uh, machine. So something to look out for right now is running on batteries. Mm-mm. In fact, the work that goes into space exploration can have a lot of spin-off benefits in the worlds of tech, healthcare, other areas as well. Among the spin-offs, the camera in our cell phones. Did you know that was originally created by a NASA engineer to make a smaller camera for space? Nice. I yeah. think a lot of the stuff we use every day without realizing Realizing it comes from all the stuff we develop for space. So I think some foods as well, like vacuum, freeze-dried freeze-dried yeah. stuff, yes. Absolutely. And I've also heard that while we were always cheering a new landing on the moon, it's really the race to Mars that is in focus. The moon being sort of a pit stop on the way there. Yeah, I wouldn't mind living on Mars one day. What about you? Listen, I'd check in tomorrow if I could. <laughs> I've had it with the crowds. Honestly, thank you so much, Ron. Thanks, Michelle. We've been looking at markets here on Market View. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.